Hey, welcome to the podcast. I'm so excited to get started. But before we do, I want to make sure you know about something incredible about to happen, which is Sales Girl Summit. This is our very first conference. It's happening on June 12th through the 14th. Now, we've done plenty of in-person like trainings and workshops and kind of larger scale events, but this right here, my loves, this is our conference. And I'm so excited to announce some next level speakers. We're going to announce that in just a couple of weeks. But you know, being a sales girl, it has nothing to do with the item that you sell, the service that you sell, the product that you sell, the off it has nothing to do with that. It has everything to do with being the girl that people want to buy from, that people want to say yes to before they even know the offer. It's about being the girl that is completely like world-class and has complete ownership over her industry because of how much command she has over her message. I'll tell you what, I'm starting to believe it's not even the person who is really the best at what they do, but it's the person that's best at communicating at what they do, who ends up winning and who ends up being known as the girl to go to for blank, fill in the blank for whatever you do. And, you know, our mission is to really create world-class sales girls that can walk into a room and have in, insane command over their message, over their beliefs, and just be so irresistibly charismatic that people um, are just so drawn to them. And if that sounds like something you desire to become, the Sales Girl Summit is for you. So June 12th through the 14th at the Face Center, I've got a sneaky little hunch that once we announce our speakers, the event is going to sell much quicker um, than what most people are probably anticipating. So um, I cannot recommend enough for you to grab your tickets. I've, I've heard a few people saying that they're going to get their Airbnbs with all their sales girlfriends. And I think that is so incredibly fun, um, but they don't have their tickets yet. So I cannot recommend, like I said, enough to grab your seat. Um, hopefully there's some platinum seats left. There will probably be some VIP and then definitely, definitely general admission. Uh, so we'll link it all in the show notes below. And I cannot wait to see you there. We're going to have so much fun and do our sales girl thing. We have so many surprises for you. Ah! All right, let's go. I'll see you there in June. Enjoy the show. Hey, School of Sales fam, Macy McNeely here. I am so excited to be with you. I want to talk about a principle today that is going to be quick and sweet and short to the point, but super impactful. And the reason that I'm really making sure you know that this is a principle is because when you've mastered principles, they kind of shape the way that you do almost everything. And so I'm going to give you a specific example that reflects this principle, and hopefully you can overflow this principle into lots of other things that you do. So we've recently got our books in, Persuade for Good books, and we've been shipping them out. And oh my gosh, it's been so cool to get your feedback on it. I know I've already heard someone messaged, I mean, we just shipped them out a couple days ago and someone messaged me and they said they're trying to find the perfect balance of not flying through the book while also, you know, taking in the, the good content. And I was like, wow, that's a really good place to be where it feels like it's moving really fast, but you want to soak it all in at the same time. So it's just so cool to get it into the hands of people and get it into your hearts, most importantly. We've been citing a few books, some of the books of people that we know, some of the books of people that we don't know. And I have a very specific method of signing books 
or signing anything or addressing someone after they've made any sort of purchase that has a principle that's underlying it all. One of the things I do not say once someone purchases something, for the most part, is thank you. Of course, it's okay to say thank you. Like if someone were to come to HQ and I got to hug them, I would say thank you so much for being here. Like, you know, of course, the the manners of saying thank you is good. But it's when someone purchases that I really try not to say that because the culture and the the message of saying, you know, like, thank you for supporting me. Thank you for supporting my small business. Thank you for reading my book. Thank you for listening to me. Like, thank you, thank you, thank you. It just gives some subliminal messages of honestly, like a little bit of insecurity potentially. And I learned this in Toastmasters. So Toastmasters is a public speaking club that I used to go to every single week and I would do a practice speech every single week. And one of the things that they would grade you on is if you were to say thank you at the end of the speech. I would always feel like I got graded poorly on that because it was so instinctual and it was like something that I wanted to say to fill the silence or to let people know I was done so that I could get off the stage or so I could sit back down at my seat. And the reason they say you shouldn't say thank you is, first of all, you should be confident enough to just pause, stick the landing, so to speak. And also, the people who listened to your speech, they're the ones that really should be thanking you. You know, you did all this effort, you poured your heart and soul into the speech, you've practiced, you've put this content together, and your audience just really gets to sit back and enjoy. And so their applause is their version of a thank you. And so you shouldn't say thank you first, they should say thank you, and then you just nod, you accept their thank you, and then you sit down. And so that principle has always stuck with me. I mean, I haven't been to Toastmasters in a while. It closed down at COVID. And so in 2020, I probably went from 2017 to 20, or excuse me, from 20, yeah, 2017 to 2020. And that principle has just always been kind of in my heart. And now I just think about it all the time. Like once someone purchases, I'm just like, I'm not going to say thank you because there's a few things. Number one, it feels like they're doing me a favor by purchasing. And I believe with all my heart, like I do not need a favor. I know that people buy from me because of the value that I add. I don't call in favors for a friend. And this is why you shouldn't give discounts to friends or give free things to friends, in my opinion, is because you don't need favors. Like you are so good at what you do. You bring so much value to people. It would be a gift for them to be able to put some skin in the game, invest in themselves, and then receive value from you. I talked about on the podcast last week, like when someone buys something, there's two winners the one who receives the value and the one that receives the compensation. And that's how you have to think about it is like, we are both winners here. And by giving you the value that I have to give, like you're winning just as much as I'm winning. So no one is doing you a favor. Okay. In fact, you honestly are doing them a favor. I really believe that with all my heart and soul, like this book, this persuade for good book, I've reread it a couple of times now, now that it's been in my hands. And I'm like, this is going to change someone's life. Like, I just know it without a shadow of a doubt. I know this is going to change someone's life. And I'm just so fired up to get it into the hearts of people. And so that's just like my mindset around people that, that buy. 
And then the second thing that I don't love about the like, thank you for supporting me mentality is it really makes it about you. It makes it all about like what you need. You need support. You need people to buy. You need people to pay attention to you. You need people to be able to keep your business afloat. And the focus should always, always, always be on your customers. Always. The focus is always how can I make sure they are winning? How can I make sure that they follow through? How can I make sure they feel great about their purchase? How can I make sure that they get the most out of this product? Like that should be your instant thought. Once a purchase comes in, it's like, okay, what's next? How do I get them to the next step of the process? Not like it shouldn't be relief. In fact, it should be almost like, like you're more aware you sit up a little bit taller to make sure they keep moving through the process for transformation. And that's kind of where that principle underlines. It's like, make it about them. Don't make it about you. And then also your work is so valuable that, you know, people should and, and will be enriched by your work and you should be really confident in that. So I want to tell you what you should do instead and what I do instead and how you can do it really easily. Like you, it doesn't have to be, you know, signing a book. It can be someone's like, Hey, I listened to your podcast, you know, and you could do this instead of saying, thank you so much for listening. Like, thank you so much for supporting me. Thank you so much for reviewing it. Right. So number one, a compliment, 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 compliment. That is the best response that you can have when anyone buys anything from you. And you might be thinking, okay, well, Macy, I like don't know them personally. So how do I know like exactly how to compliment them? Because you want it to be specific, right? And so, of course, sometimes people, you know, you have conversations with people. And so you can be more specific with others. But if I'm sending a book to someone that I do not know, and I still want to compliment them, I have a very strategic way to do this. And you can easily do this as well. Compliment them based on what they probably believe or what they needed to believe in order to purchase the book or what they value. So you nine times out of 10 have a tribe of people that believe kind of a common general group of beliefs for guide culture and school of sales. People tend to believe sales skills are life skills. They believe in leading themselves. They believe in growing themselves. We say going up the spiral a lot, which basically means you're doing the same thing every single day. It feels kind of monotonous. It feels like you're just laying bricks, but really you are moving up the spiral, even though it feels the same. So we talk about like the importance of basically doing the same thing every day, laying bricks, going up the spiral. Like those beliefs are all super common. Of course, not for everybody, but for a lot of people. And the people that purchase Persuade for Good, they absolutely are winners. They have a champion mentality, no doubt in my mind. They either want to persuade for good or they are persuading for good. Like they believe that persuasion is a good thing or they want to believe that, right? And they are growth-minded. And so those are all things that could be a very easy compliment to point out. So an example might be something like, Susie, I'm so proud of you. I'm so fired up for you. I cannot wait for you to continue to persuade for good because more people in the world need your work. You know, enjoy Macy McNeely, something like that. And I just want you to like think about the way those two messages feel. Okay, there's one that's 
thank you so much for supporting my small business. And then there's the other that says, Susie, I'm so fired up for you. Keep persuading for good. More people need what you do. Macy. How different do those feel? I mean, it feels so different just coming out of my mouth. And I like feel like a different sensation in my body when I say the second one. I feel like my heart starts to race a little bit. I see like a quick like picture. I don't even know who Susie is. That's a name that I made up. But I see like a quick vision of Susie laying bricks, honestly, doing the same work every day with the heart of persuading for good. And the reason this matters so much is because this puts someone in a place of envisioning what they are capable of, not how they're supporting you, but what they can do, what is possible for them, the vision that you see for their life, the belief that you have in them. You know, so many people go through their whole life and never once have anyone believe in them. And that's okay. You don't need anyone to believe in you to do what you need to do. But how nice would it be for you to be the person to put belief in them? It's huge. And this is a great opportunity to be able to do that. And it just takes a few words. We sent out a tech that said words are the fingers that shape men's minds and how much words matter. And your chance to like compliment someone, whether it's in a DM, it could be a thank you page. Like once someone purchases, you, you could even say like, congratulations, you are about to, you know, go up the spiral or whatever those beliefs might be for you and how that can make an impact of them actually following through. Like I want someone to feel so good about their purchase for Persuade for Good and also be fired up to read it. I don't know about you, but I've got tons of books that I've started reading and they're just not hitting. They're moving kind of slow. And so I don't want to finish it. But if someone were to say like, hey, Macy, this is going to help you keep doing the good work that you are meant to do, that would inspire me to continue to keep moving. That impact is so much bigger than saying thank you for supporting me. And so what you can do is honestly write out a list of beliefs that people probably believe or should believe to make a purchase. Let's see. Let me think of an example. Maybe you sell clothes or some sort of like thing for your appearance. You know, you could say something like, I'm so excited for you to hold your head up high when you put this sweater on and take on the world or something like that. You're about to win the day wearing these nails and, you know, speaking so confidently with your hands. I, I'm not sure. You have to decide what people need to believe. But something like that could be so quick. I'm thinking like a postcard. Like if, if you sell a journal, put a postcard in there that has a, a quick compliment based on beliefs. And I think that you will see how powerful that could be. So the principle here is, you know, once someone purchases, the work is just getting started and your words are what shapes people and what's it, what excites people to keep moving through the process. And this is a quick little tweak, a quick little heart set, a quick little mindset that can make a massive, massive impact. If you enjoyed this episode and if you enjoyed any of the School of Sales episodes, I would love more than anything for you to write a review for the podcast. This really helps people see what they're getting into before they get into it. People have so many, so many preconceptions about sales, like School of Sales. They either run from it or they like it. And I was reading the reviews last week, honestly, and I was thinking, wow, if someone stumbled upon this podcast and read the reviews, I think they would let their wall down 
and actually be excited about a vision of having a life as a salesperson and how sales skills are life skills. So drop a review. That would be incredible and it would help somebody be able to make the decision to go all in on the sales mentality. Let's go, baby. I can't wait for a great year with all of you.